And uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to, to weird, weird shit. He's your host, Logan. Do I know? Yeah. I'm Logan. Yeah, I'm Jesse. Yeah. Well, welcome. Episode 19. 19. Fuck. What are we talking about today, chaps? Well, well tell, tell the fans what? Fans. <laughs> tell the listeners I won't I won't criticize our listeners by calling them fans, but um tell our listeners what movie we just watched. We just watched it. We just watched oh, it. Oh my god. It's 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 everything you had hoped for. It's impressive, isn't it? More, yeah. I it is probably the most Stephen King Stephen King movie next to Stand By Me yeah and I think that's because they heavily rewrote it <laughs> oh really well yeah they made changes significant from the, not significant but just yeah. thematic like different things like the things like in the book the hypochondriac did see a leper yep um, but yeah little, little things okay like yeah um, oh, yeah I, I you keep forgetting when you're watching him is. Real quiet. Am I? Yeah, leaning. Oh, leaning. Um, yeah, I found myself forgetting that he so wasn't much. just a scary ghost clown when he when they suddenly suddenly starts whipping him around like he is clearly just an attachment to what feels like just like a claw, like yeah, a sock puppet. I like that feeling too. Every so often you'd look at him and think, "This is not actually arm. looking at me. The eyes aren't actually there." Yeah. It's, it's like a picture it's like a spider with its with a face yeah it's it's a, it. it's the lure and an angler fish it's yeah. not actually the thing itself yeah 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 and when it whipped itself around like a like a rag doll yeah. you could tell that especially with um yeah was more like he did it with georgie in the in the basement and fucking annihilating a kid in the first 10 minutes holy fuck yes and just seeing him suffer i i knew I knew he bit the kid's arm. Yep. I imagined he bit the kid's arm and dragged the kid into. And no, no, he rip, in the book he rips the arm off. Yeah. And he yeah. Yeah. But holy shit! Yeah, being able to see it. Yeah. 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 There's, there's oh. something horrific about watching a kid um, crawling away from a sewer where monsters and yeah, he's he's rocking on a stump. Yeah, and you notice when he talks to Georgie for yep. the first time, his eyes are bright blue. They're not yellow. They're yellow when he first appears and flashes like just eyes under the thing, but when he starts shows himself, his eyes are bright blue. Were they? Yeah, that yeah. And they were um they were I like the way they sort of glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't notice the colour change. Yeah. Oh. That's what I noticed to begin with. It was like, oh, he's not like in the that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that extended trailer, yeah, his eyes were yeah, bright blue. Oh. And it's only when they realise that he is a monster and he admits that he's a like doesn't care that he know, that they know what he yeah. is that his eyes stay yellow oh okay yeah and I loved how his mouth opened and his, the eye when you see the eyes roll back like they're clearly not actually eyes and never were yeah, <laughs> and the oh. head just kind of opens up like a yeah fucking mouth um uh, what those the, three floating lights in his yeah. throat that that's exact that's actually what he is he's an interdimensional demon that feeds on fear yeah, so, so that thing is like obviously the teeth are away it actually yeah. physically eats but those three floating dots are, are what it is oh okay it can so just, it, it's, it, it's a psychic um, entity it yeah. feeds on fear obviously we know that but yeah, it's a psychic entity that's why no one in the town seems to remember the kids he's right. got the entire town basically in a trance and wipe, doesn't wipe their memories but 
is affecting their um the people based in that in, in the town yeah. of Berry. yeah yeah well, I mean, the, the kids are clearly not seeing the exact same reality as the parents are yeah and that's yeah it's a psychic entity the cool thing is in the books you learn that it's actually millions of years old and it crashed on earth in a comet that's right i knew it was uh... and on that site through millennia millions of years it fed on whatever it could until it got a taste for children when I learned uh, I could manipulate children and millennia is thousands of years yeah no, no milli- I said millennia yeah, I know, millions of years self-corrected my, and then you pointed my, out it out now I feel bad my mic sounds weird my mic yeah I can I, I sound tinny 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 uh, what's the bass level what's the bass bass the bass is normal maybe a little well maybe a little higher than usual we'll fix it in post normal it's fine yeah. yeah as long as we're coming through loud uh, and clear uh, 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 yep Yep. Um, it, if it didn't nail kid banter, it wouldn't have been a good movie. Yeah, for but sure. It nailed kid banter. I actually think my microphone might be backwards. The microphone might be backwards. I'm trying to kill time on That's much better. Ooh. Yep. Uh, make sure make sure the road logo is facing forwards not the made in China I don't have logos where am I looking I can't remember oh yeah I'm down the bottom yeah yeah I got the road in yeah, right, right on right on the reel yes um yeah that banter was really good you felt the yeah. kids all felt real I mean there was times where you're like you're delivering lines that wouldn't a child would never say but like when they're talking plot points or like yeah. feelings. It was 27 years. It's 27 years we're doing this. No, mom. Okay. My friends are the only one that cared about me. You don't care about me. That. Gazebo. <laughs> Gazebo. <laughs> that mom was creepy. Yeah, but I like that she didn't try to physically restrain him or anything because she... She's weak here. And she cares for him. Like she's yeah, Munchausen, I, so she wouldn't want to actually hurt him. But I, I took it more as like a... Um, you know this your father left i'll make it so you don't leave and because she in some way believed she lacked power that was why she wasn't able to stop him from leaving and because it is literally the reason you know this town is the way it is so they're weird because of it yeah that's what made me think it's like all these traumas are put into their life and you know people disappear and all these weird shit and you put the creepy thoughts into the father's head the titles in the show um, uh, they put, you know, if you put the creepy thoughts in the um, kids' head, Beverly's father's oh. head, to make him creepy and give create trauma, did, so there's fear. Or I don't did, know how deep it goes, but did he rape her? Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. actively been raping her, as yeah, a, sexually abusing her. Yeah, fucking hell. Yep. Classic Steve O, eh? Yep. Steve O, oh, that yeah. Steve O, yeah. He he's a rickety fucker. Yep. Which makes it even more traumatizing to watch this girl who everyone in the town thinks she's a massive slut yeah but in fact she's just a, 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 a like she hasn't even been slutty she's just a victim of sexual abuse yeah and weird rumors that went around about her and beyond that she's just a, a bit of an outsider oh she's just too smart for her own good so she obviously isn't going to connect with girls her own age because she seems smarter than them yeah and didn't want to actually be near them did, did yeah. her eyes vaguely remind you of Pennywise's yes, eyes? Yes, constantly. And her smile, her teeth. Yeah. The, the grin. She was like, she looks oddly like the clown. She's a um, a ginger 
younger Olsen sister, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, with the least monkey face. Wow. Now Elizabeth Olsen looks like Michael Jackson. I'm I, saying that the nose, the cheekbones. Are I just... don't want to say I know what you mean, but because I'm, um, yeah. So not like Elizabeth Olsen, but I see what you mean. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. She looked. Yeah, it was weirding me out. I was like, this chick looks like a little bit like the clown. Yeah. And the dude who plays Pennywise does not look anything like the fucking clown. No, he does not. Though his eyes do both go upwards and outwards yeah, like yeah. The, <laughs> the clown does. I don't think they could fix that in post. Um, yeah. Um, Stranger Things kid goes from streak to streak. Yeah, he's just... Yep. I mean, you notice how he got top billing? Was that him who got top billing in that? I have no idea. No, no. That was Andy Muschietti. Andy Muschietti. So he's the dude I can make a movie Mama about a. a clown. He's so sad. <laughs> he killed the children because he's sad. That's all I got. Um, uh, oh, no, no, no. no. Um, Jaden Lieberherr. Young, Lieberherr young. has too many E's in his name. Young Andy Dufresne got top billing. Top billing. What's it dude's name? Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. He looks yeah, like young Tim I was Robbins. actually waiting after the first couple of minutes for um, a Morgan Freeman narration to go over the top. That's the thing in this town of Derry. You either get busy living or you get busy dying. I I and honestly then, thought there would be a cast reveal for the sequel. Yeah. I thought it would end would with... Would adults? Even like, um, like they fade into an adult and then fade away or something? Yeah. I, I really thought that would be coming. Well, in the in the book, yeah, the black kid stays behind. Wow. Um, and works in the library. Yep. And he's the one that notices that the disappearances are happening again and all the people aren't really... Uh, or the, the town's gone weird again, so he calls everyone up. And they come back. Yeah. And that's when people start dying. Like the main cast. Near the end. Yeah. One kills himself. The Jew kid kills himself, I think. Okay. Or possibly the hypochondriac. I can't remember. Um, and the fat kid dies. Um, the fat kid from Stand By Me. Fat kid from Stand By Me. The very really anti. Um, uh, uh, like the. Uh, in the original, in the miniseries, the fat kid grows up to be Treat Williams. Well, I'll be yeah. Treat Williams. Treat Williams. Pre beard, pre Everwood. What? Yeah. Everyone's um, favorite low rent. Bev- um, and K- K- Kurt Russell. Yeah. Treat William TV's Kurt Russell um, um, and because I found her so just unattractive um, the woman who plays Beverly in the original miniseries the adult version is the mother from Smallville oh the the, the bland, ginger bland like, ginger burned lady uh, but her young you'd think she'd be like young Sally Field but she's not Nah, she's just young, old she's just young, plain mech. <laughs> plain Jane, ha? Huh? Plain mech. <laughs> Fucking Molly <laughs> Ringwald. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even out yet? Is it like, out it can't have been out long enough to be a cultural meme, surely. Oh, well, it would have been recent. She, uh, it was 89 is when the movie took place and Ringwald was like peak 87. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I like... I mean, I went through the standard motions of, like, spending a lot of time and start introducing characters and doing the individual things. Well, and before then by that, the th- though... By the um, third act, you... you initial, scary real, thing. Yeah. 
mm. one by one and then by and the third act there wasn't characters. any real close-ups of characters being like thinking it was just acting but like going through the motions but yeah. it wasn't badly done yeah the, at um, the point where you're like okay cool we've seen what this thing does to each individual person let's just get them in there and fucking when it murder went this through clown. a lot of those individual things it really took it, its time with that eh? a full hour just focusing on setting the characters up but but they all just had home life attack yeah, yeah. home life attack yeah or like day to day i it almost what i didn't like was that the, the the black kid had one of the earliest introductions for like something something horrific um and then he doesn't really get any closure like, or screen time or lines like they all seem really sad and really 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 supportive of bill because they finally he finally got to put georgie to rest but that dude that black kid lost both of his parents and watched them burn to death yeah in a pennywise related incident yeah and georgie just disappeared i mean it was more recent but like that black kid literally lost his parents to a house fire that he watched that's way more traumatic when yeah. I saw those hands coming out of that... I that was, was like, one of the most horrific things in the movie. Yeah, it was, it was realistic as fuck and still terrifying. And when he opened that door and saw the saw Pennywise through the sheets hanging the plastic from... Yeah. yeah. He's waving. Waving and like, to begin with, you could t- I think it was... He was like making the noises of a sheep being murdered. Oh, okay. That's what it sounded like yeah. to begin with. And then he, yeah, the, eyes, the eyes glowing through the plastic sheet was fucking cool. Yeah. It, um, he he. They did really well with this film. It's the only the tits. thing I didn't like was that fight scene where they were jumping on his back and grabbed his arms. Yeah, he seemed really weak. I mean, but no, nah, it was what, it was too fast and there was too much going on and the shots were too frantic. You uh, couldn't, you couldn't get couldn't a actually, bearing on what was happening. Yeah, you couldn't actually see. I think they should have spent just a little bit more time explaining that Pennywise is not just weak because they're not afraid of him, but because he's starving. They only mentioned that in the last couple of seconds. That's you know, like going to starve. But he only that needed would have been to a re- eat one more kid, pretty much. Yeah. So he shouldn't be starving we because he was. He'd already spent the rest of the summer eating at least five kids. I think it was more Spring that he um, could only he'd only be awake for one more kid so just leave me with this kid or you all die and I'll eat you all ah okay I'm going to sleep at the end of today regardless yeah so just let me have this one more kid and fuck off yeah I think that's what the idea was but if he didn't get that one more kid that he couldn't oh yeah if he hibernated he probably wouldn't wake up or I don't know yeah maybe thing I, I the only thing I mean granted it's that's the way that story goes but mm. to me you got him on the ropes. You keep bashing yeah, until exactly. he stops. Yep. So like, all right, we'll let you go back down a hole to an even fucking deeper part of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. core of the earth sort of thing. Where they'll probably go down. I think they'll probably end up down there in the sequel and see like some sort of weird meteor or some shit. Yeah, whatever he rolled in on. I did like the little nod to um, what he turned into in the original movie, which was a shitty spider alien creature, which was so fucking stupid. Yeah. All, all the spider webs throughout the house yeah yeah. I, I wondered if that was vaguely referential yeah. or that I would say it is same with the big giant claws when he's trying to stab I love that it kept giggling as well even though it clearly wasn't it was not, it's not a clown no no it's, it's a monster it's it's an interdimensional psychic being that feeds on fear it's not like actually it, a clown it, but it kept giggling yeah like one um, 
and it almost just seemed reflexive like a yeah like you said the the, the angler fish kind of bait yeah and the fact that it, i like the i do like the twist of the fact oh not the twist the spin that they put on the clown it's not a modern clown it is one from like the 17 1800s in terms of costume yeah, or, yeah yeah and to show that the history of dairy that's when he picked that costume is like uh, 200 years ago and he stuck with it yeah which it's that it, effective we didn't it didn't give a lot of context to the why no i think it was just that at, at some point in history that particular thing that it took on was really effective so it stuck with it that's what it seems like cause everyone's afraid of clowns yeah because it's if i would because take anything psychic, from what you yeah. see of it it's that it is formless it's just that's its dominant yeah. face it puts on so because it's psychic and if you know it's connected to people's everything the, yeah. the minds that that's probably the most recurring theme that it picked up it's yeah clowns are fucking scary you probably got the biggest reaction the most essence of, like the, the smell of fear yep probably wafted quite significantly Wafting, wafting in, wafting, wafting. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. Does it piss you off that movies like that would never get the accolades that it would deserve for acting, purely because of its context? Yeah, that um, horror films would never win massive to awards. To me, to me, I, I still wouldn't consider consider that uh, awards horror movie. It's a blockbuster horror. Yeah, yeah. Um. For me, a, a more awards type of horror, like something you could actually give somebody a real accolade for, is something more like I don't know, Babadook or something like that, where it's 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 much more a quiet character study. It's not. Mm. You need you need something like the um yeah where where especially one, but not necessarily one character is really dominant, and that's what you feel Focus the story on, yeah. through. Yeah, because I mean. A, a blockbuster horror like this one is, yeah, a bunch it. of kids fight a monster. Yeah, I hated Baba Duke Did you? Fuck, I found it so just in, in insufferable. I did not relate to her at all. I found no. it completely painful to watch. It, it, I'm I, like, you're hysterical because your kid's hysterical, which makes your kid hysterical. Stop being hysterical. Yeah, you, you're just, not wrong. I mean, she was legitimately um, justified in her behavior because yeah, there was kids a, are fucking monster demon thing but yeah. god I don't know just hearing the shrill Australian woman cry to a <laughs> shrill Australian child I'm like I have no sympathy for you shrill Australian white people Fuck. that's true just speaking stop. of white people yeah. um every every like uh black meme in my head was just just that kid like looking at the main character going, the fuck are you doing yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here don't know. Why, we, why would you go into the house Let's leave town. Why? Why would you walk away from your friends down the tunnel alone? That's um. You put all the major plot points to the movie, like mm. the 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 all connect to the black kid that he was clearly only there to advance the story. He was the first instance of them showing, you know, the town of Derry and the what it's like to be an outsider. He was one of the first instances of them seeing something fucking scary. Yeah. He was the reason they had the bolt gun. Yeah. He's the reason they knew what the house was about. Does he? Is he? I mean, books always have more time for characterization. But is he more of a central character in the story? I thought they got even, apart from Bill getting the most. I thought they all had pretty even character arcs in this story. Well, to me, they all served a plot point in the book because that's yeah, how I tend yeah, to see things yeah. in books. Is they're clearly servicing something right now. 
so you don't get to tend, tend to get lost in the character uh, the the performance as much yeah. because there is no performance it's all in your head and you don't really have to trim scenes out of a book no you're reading words to put the plot together yeah regardless of but who's the, there yeah. to me the um, I think if you looked at anything look at the way they because um, the two kids who didn't start out well the girl as well but the two kids who didn't start out as part of the group yeah um, the, the fat, fat kid, and, kid the and the black kid mm. the fat kid got way more screen time set up set like up, it slowed down significantly after the first hour like he was just like sad that he didn't get the girl and I, yeah. I know that a lot of that is set up for the sequel yeah um, he ends up with a woman who's very very much like her yep but isn't her um, was the main they actually all hold a fat flame for her in some weird way in the thing. but I mean they all fucked her in the, in the book so yeah and he was last uh, he was sloppy sixth uh, mm. um, and it was the proxy for Stephen King was he the fat kid the fat kid focused on history and Aye, the, yeah. he grew up to be the writer oh right yeah there's always a writer in a Stephen yeah, King book it's the fat kid yeah mm. no yeah um, logic of symmetry dictates that. that he has to become um Equally dreamboatish as um, the fat kid from Stand By Me. Well, he became Treat Williams in the. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, the actor, right? Yeah. yeah. What was his name? Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Everyone makes the joke that Jerry O'Connell went from the fat kid in Stand By Me to. Yes. Um. Uh, um. The. Uh, are you at all worried that Stranger Things and It will mean that every other horror movie made for the next five years is going to be kids in the mid 70s, 80s fighting together against spiritual shit? I really hope not. And I hope that that kid being in both is not a sign of that. Yeah, I think you, it was just good luck that he ended up in both films. But I don't. I think Hollywood looks at any key marker without ever actually like making any formal deduction and yeah. just say this thing had this thing and this thing this must be what those people love georgie georgie i loved when he was talking to georgie and like you could see like this like the spit just like dripping from his face and it was clearly saliv- like salivating yeah from hunger or and 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 throughout the it later in like... the conversation he literally got bored of keeping up the charade yeah, yeah, and yeah. started to just like fuck it i'm gonna attack him or he was like he could sense the fear and yeah. so it was making him quite hungry and then he was just focused lost on that yeah i just loved when there was the close-ups and you realize oh shit this thing isn't actually talking or looking at me it's just making sounds and being pointing towards me mm. good good physical um mm. live action uh creature effects too like the kid when the kid turned into the clown at the end George, yeah georgie's corpse grew into them it's like yeah that's very kind of beetlejuicey and with the did legs the, extending and stuff is really cool. Did the did the painting flute woman not clearly was the dude just shoving his mama character back into a different movie? Yeah, I think so. That's I swear her facial dimensions were almost exactly the same. Yeah. It um there's the, a weird thing for that Jewish kid to be afraid of though, but you know. Considering how um on the nose Beverly's fear was. Mm. menstruation 
Yeah. Her blood. Uh, in, the in, change. Tampons. In my head, I imagine in most like. Um, in my head, I imagine that the kid would be, you know, forced into the office to sort of sit and be bored, and his mind would sort of always wander towards that creepy painting. Mm. But it never actually established whether the painting was real. Yeah. Yeah, you only saw it literally once. Yeah. And then it was no longer actually there. Yeah. And because this psychic monster has been plaguing this town for as long as this town has existed, who's to say anything in that town is real? Yeah. Yeah, you you can question. I mean... Oh, no, it wasn't Treat Williams. Sorry, it was John Ritter. Oh, even better. (laughs) TV's John Ritter. I'm John Ritter. I'm John Ritter. <laughs> Heard someone the other day make a joke about being in the um, on-set audience for the episode of um, My Eight Simple Rules when it was John Ritter's funeral episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Why is Peg Bundy crying? Uh, no, Peg. Why is Peg Bundy crying? I'll fall in from wherever. <laughs> Fucking Sheboygan. I don't know. Sheboygan. <laughs> I assume that's a real place. I heard John Candy say at the movie. Which movie? Uncle Buck? I think Home Alone too. Spaceballs? Never seen Uncle Buck. Basically Home Alone, but with John Candy. Oh. Oh boy. All right. All right. That's a movie. I, I, I didn't understand in the movie how there were so many instances of this creepy clown rushing at them and not getting them. Yeah, I was it to build the fear to make them like well, was he marinating them? To me, that was what I thought. The maybe he gets more out of them if he plays with them for a long time, heightens the fear, and then eats them. Yeah. But it, it doesn't it doesn't visually explain that enough for you no. to come to that conclusion. It seemed like more like a just fucking it. take what you can get. You've cornered it, just eat it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And it's like all well, I suppose to the point where he didn't even want to eat Beverly when she wasn't afraid. She was like, Ugh, fine. It's gonna float you. Yeah, what is the floating thing? I thought it literally meant you like float down the drain like the paper boat. That's what the um uh the miniseries the original yeah. Tim Curry one did it was just a reference to they all float down here but yeah he had a castle of junk with Bodies potentially alive children alive yeah they characters. were alive I think so what at the end of this the movie all those kids, went back, kids to their, are... went back to their families and the... they didn't go back decades because it, um, it's every summer he only he's only awake for like three months out of every 27 years so yeah for a summer. But, but but for that that means that either these kids just ah, oh, I'm not missing anymore. That's pretty much what happens because of the whole psychic thing that there's a big haze over the people's memories and how they actually they just like oh cool we found you. Yeah. No one knows where you came from, but we found you. Or you know maybe there is a big like they didn't do a big sweeping kind of wrap up where the showed the actual effect on the town or anything. Yeah, or the you know the local sheriff department going down there and discovering all these. Ah, I do believe the local sheriff was gaffed in the throat. (laughs) Yes, he was. Because yeah, 
part of the end of that made me think um uh, i was really hoping that kid's corpse would come back as a as a thing that'd fly around as a ragdoll but they didn't Mm. he literally just vanished even deeper than when they actually went again you know pennywise disappeared into that deep abyss yep That, that that psycho kid also fell really far yeah like where did he go maybe like, i don't know in in the in the adult part is pennywise still the same thing yeah, yeah. same clown same yeah 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 um but it, rem- it remembers them i think oh, as far right. as i know yeah, it, it, it yeah it takes on the same forms though. And the it it as I understand it does what a lot of sort of Stephen King villains and things or circumstance does, which is just this is a thing. It has a logic to it. I'm not explaining that to you because it's not relevant to this story. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's also it's it, we literally only saw one half of the story, so a lot of it could be yeah. explained and done by adults, which means that you won't have to be like, "Oh my god, they're clearly explaining something; they have no idea what they're talking." About. Yeah, yeah. Because I, um, I remember in the book under the dome, mm. it, it got to the end and it basically said, "Yeah." So, sort of um, now we're like we're just. Aren't we we've all just under been the dome? In, we've just been invaded by like uh, uh, some sort of being on a higher dimension than us is like Xbox game. Mm. It just locked you all in like a energy dome and you kind of just muck around for a bit. And the idea was, I guess, like um, we were as significant to it as ants are. Yeah, we're an ant farm. But they, for whatever reason, I think the main character kind of manages to plead his case to the aliens or whatever they are, despite not really being able to fully communicate with them. Mm, mm. And then it just sort of goes okay and kind of shuts it off. Huh. And it, it, it vaguely, I don't know whether it suggested that, that the entire world is just a construct within that machine that the kid was playing on. Mm, mm-hmm. Like he, he, I remember him being very aware that the being he's talking to is a juvenile. Yeah, and like it, it doesn't have um, fully formed sort of maturity or logic involved in its decision making. Fucking depressing. Yeah, I mean, under the dome. I don't know how the book, uh, the TV show went because it looked like ass. It was fucking horrible. In the book, <sighs> holy shit! It's one of the worst shows you've ever seen. I it believe went on for like three seasons. In, in the book, the dome completely just runs out of oxygen and rampant fires in the town fill it up with smoke. Uh, I can't remember. If I, yeah, I don't remember, to be honest. It um, gets to the point where the military, because they work out it is permeable like by oxygen, mm. but at a much slower rate than is useful. Yeah, so you need to control your oxygen intake quite yeah. specifically or else you will all suffocate. So they like jam, um, the military jams massive like airplane type fan things against it to, to suck air and shove it into it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, even then it sort of barely works, but the, um, the main character dude and this woman, I think it, by the end of it, are breathing oxygen, which I don't even know whether it would be breathable oxygen, but out of the inner tube of a car tire. Like it's to that point where there's no oxygen. Fuck. 
and um like the mayor of the town i think smokes meth with some meth lab people and just sort of watches the world burn cool i I feel like at some late point in the story somebody like blows something up and it just yeah pretty much ignites all the oxygen in the dome yeah and just torches the entire thing that's awesome and why why do all stephen king stories have just a vicious fucking psycho bully macho kid yeah they all do and like an they irred- all do an irredeemable there's no logic to why he's so Thunder angry cunt. there's no meaning well there was in this he's one always the son of a nazi authority figure yep. there must be some sort of childhood trauma there with stephen yeah. king or he just knows that archetype i think it was more so that he possibly grew up with somebody like that he probably got beaten up by someone like that like that and he's just like yeah you just you're, colored that that archetype of person into a every story needs it because every story needs that sort of yeah unashamed explanation or demonstration that humanity isn't all redeemable yeah. some people are just cunts well, <laughs> but there was in, 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 in it there was like you felt sorry for the kid because his dad was an asshole yeah but it almost seemed like his dad didn't know how to treat him any differently because that kid was a fucking weirdo yeah and he, he quite rightly like Constantly took his son down a pig in front of his mates and was like yeah you follow him but he's a piece of shit yeah, it's yeah. kind of like well that kid deserved that yeah 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 and good to show those dudes not to be cronies of the also we weirded out when that kid turned out to be the leader of the group and not the lanky one yeah yeah the lanky one seemed like he was the leader of the group for yeah, a long for, time for at least the first couple the of scenes hunt, where the yeah. bullies were it, that kid got a H cut into his stomach yeah, by a fatty, kid. fatty got carved up good it was like what the fuck leaky hamburger hamburger <laughs> <laughs> poor fucking kid yeah yeah so that kid gets to grow up to be the fat kid from it yeah that's why I really hope he does a Jerry O'Connell yeah because that's gonna be a harsh childhood uh, yeah I mean the kid who played Chunk just stopped being an actor disappeared and he's like a lawyer or something oh okay but you know he got replaced as um by sean astin being the other fat kid from the goonies (laughs) he grew up to be the fat kid from the goonies he didn't start off as being the fat kid became the grub and became the fat kid from lord of the rings yeah oh mr frodo um yeah um yeah and 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 under the dome it's the, the like I think he's he's not the mayor, but he's like a local fucking busybody. Mm. Um, oh, he's a senator. Oh yeah, the state senator. His name's Jim Rennie, or the state representative, mm. or the city representative, or something. His son um, basically states at the start of the book that he's like an angry, just pretty much if the football jock was also just a fucking mean cunt. Right. Yeah. Um. And. Oh, by the way, he's got that blinding headache in his head again. And it like doesn't aside and says like if the kid actually had gone to a doctor, they'd find out that he had a malicious frontal lobe tumor that was um pressing on the part of your brain that, that you makes psycho. you um that, that controls mood. Right. So he he uh, spends a lot of that movie his only way to like um like every time his headache gets worse he just kinda of talks about like a blinding white sensation and hmm. um usually ends up with him just accidentally beating someone to death and then he'll go back to his safe place which is the cupboard 
at his girlfriend's house where he is keeping her corpse because he killed her accidentally in one of his blind rages but has still been like making out with and fucking her Ah, it seems like a safety place Uh, yeah I find a lot of those characters in his books basically take the place of um, just something scary to run away from that advances the plot every so often yeah 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 or they just turn up and oh shit we're gonna run away from this guy and then you end up running towards the next part of the plot yeah. yeah Yeah, that happened in this too, didn't it? Mm. Quite significantly. Also, he was like a rang a stepchild type situation, so maybe he was just another extension of it. Yeah. Um, Dark Tower takes place in the same... Yep. Dark Tower is like the crux of the King universe. It is the reason why all things exist. Um, yeah, because I've got that... What's it called? Like the, the central world? And then yeah. It's like a loose accumulation of different worlds Realities, over yes. top of each other from different time periods. Yeah, the different versions of reality and different groups of people. When, um, like a couple of kids from Derry show up in one of the book, books, one of the Dark Tower books, and some random like the town of Derry is in one of the random book, like at a random point in one of the Dark Tower books. Oh right. Um, the Man in Black, uh, Man Matthew in McConaughey's Black. character, right, and the movie. Um, he's a bad guy in uh, like a shitload of Stephen King stories and he's known as the grinning man or the smiling man the man in black the devil himself um, he's the bad guy in the stand yeah um, it's the same character if anything if they should remake the stand and make Matthew McConaughey the same fucking character just to fuck with people because it is the same character yeah well the, um, I assume you've seen the Dark Tower at this point no still not Nah. Well, he gets I'd shot be. dead at the end of him. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, that won't be the end of him. He's literally the devil. Yeah. Or he's worse. Wait, it's, he's based on the trailer. He's worse. He's worse. Oh, yeah, he, I don't think he can die. Nah. Well, or if they did, they shouldn't have killed him in the first fucking movie. Well, yeah, we just kill him and, hey, he, you know, he's, he's too much of a thing. He's not, like, you know, like you, you squash squash the mole coming out of the mole hole type of situation. Another one pops up. I mean, the, the entire Dark Tower universe is created by some sort of. Um, I mean, in, I think it is in the book that it, it and it, um, Bill learns what it is by talking to a giant space turtle god, and then using that information to come back and kill him. Right. So, which ties it, the Space Turtle God is also in this Dark Tower series, which suggests that it, it's a link to say that Pennywise or it yep. is something from Dark Tower. Yeah. Well, the. Um, That's why they can say creepy psychic entity, millions of years old. Yeah. From a different dimension. Technically, does not exist in the same realm of reality that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. And it um, brings back to like what we we're saying. We do sort of look at this thing as like a hand puppet. I just like that they, they doubled down on that and actually made that a focal point of whatever the fuck we were watching. It wasn't just a, a murderous clown. It was really Yeah, cool. like yeah. when he when he sort of when when you get to sort of the end of a scene and he's not really needed anymore, so he just motionlessly and emotionlessly yeah. gets pulled out of a scene like he's not actually alive. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Power to the actor. Fuck yeah. Did a really good job. Yeah, um, I it's, I mean, what portion of that was at least enhanced with CG? 
like God, we most of it. Yeah, it seemed like it. Yeah, and that you could tell there were very specific scenes that started that were blocked where he was just him. Yeah, cleaning costume. But there was a lot. Yeah, of, a lot of the like him bouncing around in the house was actually him. But mm. and the, um, it's an interesting choice to use those. Uh, I I don't actually know the technical name for it, but we uh, vagina. We. <laughs> I believe it's Bajina. 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 Uh, the the we we lock onto a portion of like an object in frame, and you orient the camera based on that. Not yeah, the spooky nineties on... Marilyn Manson kind of. Like when he's dancing and his head's turning, and the camera's yeah, turning yeah, with yeah. his head, not yeah. with the um, not just sitting flat with the scene. Yeah, it's just cutting back and forth yeah. from him doing that. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I didn't expect them to pop out of that screen like that while they were no that was really well done it was like fuck that thing's massive and it's fucking terrifying <laughs> yeah um, they really did a really good job of building scenarios where you're like yeah nah fuck that I'm stuck in a small garage <laughs> yeah but I at the same time I sort of agree with what Lace was saying which is that a lot of it was very much just hey here's a thing we can do with Pennywise mm. shoot mm. that put it in the movie shoot that put, put it in, in the, the movie. movie yeah like uh, the the intros to the kids where it's all like this is this kid's scene with him this is this kid's scene with him mm. that felt like that to me cause yeah. it was all stacked on top of each yeah, other yeah, with yeah. no pace like, there wasn't any um, interconnectivity with it as much it all yeah. came at the end when it was like oh look at the event that brought them all together as the bully yeah yeah there's a lot of it just like set up beyond set up upon set up upon set up um, it didn't. It didn't feel like they had just naturally what let you watch this world a little bit, where you see the people characters kind of interact, but not really interact until they absolutely need to interact. It just felt yeah. kind of forced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was surprising because the one thing that really, to me, didn't feel forced was the uh, kids group getting bigger. Yep. Which those scenes were setting that up. Yeah. And tying it into the supernatural happenings the kids becoming a greater group of kids i had no issue with no, but, but the the, the horror setting of it kind of i don't know cheapened it a little bit maybe mm-hmm. the rock war bit was great oh fuck yeah rock war! <laughs> i was thinking um early like when the fat kid was running through the water there's that big instrumental kind of like as he was it was literally like a 10 second scene of you watching him run through water and you didn't see anything else yeah but it was just like building up to like this massive chase sequence like it was huge orchestral kind of Hans Zimmer level and then it stopped and, and they, carried on the kids never t- the yeah. uh, bullies never really showed up and then it just kind of moved on and did different music and stuff yeah yeah but the rock wall was really good I had to wonder how much time had passed since that event when he broke the art, like in the house, where he, like, the rock, sorry, the rock war, to yep. when you saw the kid go psycho, because he still had a bleeding head wound, but the kid went through his bar mitzvah, um, the other guy got his arm fixed, they all seemed to, like, stop dealing with each other, a couple of months passed, or a month, or a couple of weeks passed, but they, yeah, the mullet kid still had an open <laughs> rock wound on his head. Ah. I, I didn't notice yeah. that, but that sounds vaguely bad continuity. Like they could have just, I maybe they the idea was that they filmed that him murdering his father and going all psycho, 
yeah. immediately after the rock scene. I'd, I'd be interested to see if it's one of those situations like the kids hit him in the head with the rock. Mm. The rock did blah, blah, blah to X part of his brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it, maybe they inadvertently caused him to be a monster. Yeah. But the, the second he was in that house, I was like, this cunt's getting pushed down the well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could see it coming. That was violent. Like, it was good, though. Yeah. Just... And that's what I keep thinking when I watch that the the black kid because he was it was a big guy yeah I was like I saw that too. I, was like, I think maybe that was part of the character why his grandfather was just like come on man you sort your shit out you need to stand your ground <laughs> stop being a pussy well, Make maybe decisions. you could call that maybe lacked the gravity it should have but maybe that's the culmination of his character right? yeah yeah that, yeah because I thought dude I'm pretty sure you're bigger than him yeah yeah you could beat the shit out of him stop being and uh, just like yeah stand up for yourself and, and enough enough unfair well unfair yeah racial stereotypes float around that you'd think the scrawny redneckish kid would be afraid of the black kid yeah yeah i mean they did there was a lot of like the bullies were quite gay right they always are in the stephen king type yeah. of thing it's always the um they call people faggots they yeah they which talk uh, about that a lot but so then they watched... end up molesting children it's quite weird yeah we watched mist the TV show, yeah, the, the uh, it's, it's better than you think, and I do that while doing the hands tilting side side. Yeah, but the movie was so good, yeah. But the the mist in the TV show is far more true to a Stephen King, King type style thing than that movie right. is. Yeah, but that's I think a lot of Stephen King movies benefit from is that they just take the concept, yeah, as opposed back, to strip away the Stephen King meander a bit, yeah. There's yeah. not a certain tone. I mean, sometimes it really works, but yeah. But the um, that has the like. You look at the, all the amazing Steve, Stephen King things, uh, films. Yeah. There's the running theme of yes, they're all Stephen King, but but they're also Frank Darabont films. All the good ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and and that thing it has the the classic the, there's a really campy gay kid or he says he's maybe because it's 2017 he says no he's pansexual not gay yeah. uh but the the angry like the the beta bully yeah yeah beats shit out of him calls him faggot for ages and then the um beaten up kid just walks up to him kisses him and then the dude like punches him and then he comes back and kisses him and then the dude kisses him back he's like yeah we've seen this before yeah i mean, yeah the whole angry destructive aggression is actually a misguided form of passion and denial of the self but the the only thing that redeemed that being such a cliche for me was the fact that it turned it around and it turned out that the the pansexual kid was actually the one that raped the girl at the start of the book at the start oh, of the God, story it's fucking dark yeah he raped so he's her. actually yeah, sexually aggressive as this aggressor that yeah. you were describing before right? he raped That's her why he because she, he didn't want to lose his best friend to the jock that she was madly in love with wow so she he raped her and then framed the jock for it and tried to turn him into a pariah wow and then like it shows because a lot of the characters get scenes at their houses where like you move through the mist and it'll kill you but mm. if you sometimes they seem to go into their houses and it's like is this still a mist like dream or is this he sees his dad his mum's mm. dead his dad and his dad just straight up says um, it's like we could have got used to you being a cocksucker 
but your mum and I just hated you because you're a fucking psycho. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. You yeah, know, yeah. up till that point, you'd, he was like a sympathetic character and one of the few that seemed to be immune to the mist because he was genuinely a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you realise that his father, that the whole setup for the show has told you was just a monster that hates him because he's gay. It's like, no, he doesn't hate him because he's gay. He hates him because he's got serious personality issues. Yeah. Is on medication. Apparently tried to kill his mum at one point. Oh, okay. So he's, we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, yeah. But he's doing it so well that obviously like when you remove him from his immediate family, he seems like a good guy because they don't. There's no, no yeah. one knows any better. He's medicated. Yeah. And it, it's it, fucking cool. That's actually a it really means good that idea gay people have officially arrived because now they can be um, the good guy that turns out to a bad be a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to just the like 80s version where the camp person's just a monster like Sido Kaiba type He's a pedophile. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Like yeah. that pharmacist in it. Or really any character, male character towards that woman in that movie. Mm. Yeah. Even I realise I'm like a sucker for the... Um, the the movie sets this person out to be like the all wonderful woman and yep. yeah it, I, I even to this day i find myself doing that um like i realize this is what the movie's meant to do but some part of you falls for that yeah, girl yeah yeah, yeah and you uh, sort it's, of, it's escapism right that's yeah. what you're meant to do with films escape escape probably yeah the yeah um so what else can we talk about um fresh off the brain kampai peanut peanut we can call it there nice brief film Uh, it Uh, so about a movie about a movie about you want to nut it out? Do we have any ideas? Uh, I don't have anything recent. Um, oh, I'll tell you about a dream I had last night. I had a dream. Yeah, good. So I was coming out of a mall shop. Coming up. Yep. I want the world to know. Um, and my, uh, one of my sisters, um, I'm going to say the I'm not going to tell you which one until... The older one. Okay, sure. Um, is, is he like uh forehead to forehead with this girl that i know is a face sucker waitress at one of the bars in town sure um but they're they're playing some sort of weird like you both like like a you know like the way dogs will pull something away from each other they're doing it forehead to forehead and they're pushing each other backwards okay so they're they're, um they're like billy goats yeah yeah and they're 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 like laughing or something i think it was Mm. like a game but my sister bumps her too hard and she tips backwards off a um railing down through an atrium and just drops classic older sister yeah and just like it's like she like drops like through a like four stories oh god and and hits railings and things on the way down. Oh, yeah. I could you couldn't hear it. Yeah. I mean you couldn't see it. Yeah, but was, you could hear it, you could thunk thunk thunk. It was like, thunk, thunk, thunk and she was screaming for yeah. like first two of the stories yeah. before there was no screaming before, and then like a solid 
strong meaty slap when she hit the ground yep and oh boy then just like my sister realizes what's happened and just like fucking breaks because it's horrifically destroyed her i'm just standing there like oh shit oh what have you done and then um obviously dreams don't make sense but somehow they've like carried the girl back up the top to try and get her help yep. and i can just see like this group of people and you can kind of peek around them and like i can see like kind of a a bloody vaguely head-shaped thing is mm. attempted to be held into one piece and everyone's hands are covered in blood and mm. dripping and oz i ah uh, the drippings yeah there's there's nightmares where something comes to kill you mm. But that was just, I woke up and actually just had to like oh, take a minute. Yeah, you're like, oh God, that could have happened. Yeah, because it, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, in the context of the dream, you go through the entire process of being traumatized by an event. Yeah. And then you wake up and you have to be like, that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Chill out, bring yourself back. It's your brain testing that part of your brain, right? <sighs> That's what you assume dreams are for. I thought dreams are supposed to just be like you um, need to take a leak so your brain jogs you to life. With something. It always seems like they're like testing different functional parts of your brain. Yeah. Like I'm going to give you a this dream to make sure that you know how this works. Or just we're literally just we're turning the engine on and running it through a service just to make sure that we know that it all works. That's yeah. what it seems like. Well, I'm, I'm a firm believer that one, um, well, we know for a fact that if you remove visual, auditory, and everything input from the brain, it just creates its own thing. Yeah. But I'm a firm believer that that is necessary for consciousness. Uh, consciousness it's, it's, can't stop. It's necessary for sight anyway. Like Even if you can't, like uh, an important component of being able to see is what your brain perceives that sight to be. So yeah. that, that connection is still probably firing off even if you don't have the sight. Yeah, you're not looking at the world. You're looking at a um, artificial construction based on lights. Yeah, was it reacting with cones in exactly. your eyes? Yeah. But the um, have you have you ever done the standard um, thought of when you go to sleep? Is that the end of you as you've ever been? Every time you wake up, soma, soma. soma? Yeah, that game. That's right. Yeah. Like, because the whole your consciousness is not you; it's a version of you that deleted yeah, the last you... version. Or you're a new version that has all the same memories. Yeah, yeah. Fuck and that. When you when you wake up, you're you. When you go to sleep, you finish being that you. I and like next th- you that wakes up, you're not that one. That's just another one. But you feel like you've always woken up every day before now. Because... I like theories like that because people can't disprove it. I the fucked up thing is it on a biological level and in it, like the fundamental unfortunate reality of everything is that usually the most banal and emotionally destructive version is the real one yep i wouldn't necessarily believe that's not true mm. and uh, but the, that's the only way to disprove that would be if um like if you could say the whole consciousness never stops yeah that it's always oh, slightly asleep, aware. still there. But, well, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I would agree with that, that you, your unconsciousness is still, like, you're never truly out. Because you think about it, you remember when you went to sleep when you wake up. 
if you've been knocked out cold, you have no like you know what that feeling is like when you wake up. Like, I have no idea where I am, what time it is, how much time has passed. I just know that I I was I was here. Now I'm here. That's Lost cold time. alcohol. Yeah, being blackout drunk or being put under general anesthetic. Yeah, I've never had general. It's the same thing as being blackout drunk. You just yeah, like, it's, it's you're like gone, a, and yeah. you wake up and you're like, fuck, what? You just, that, that connection where you're, the internal clock. So do you just get a but sensation of black in the middle, but beyond that, it's literally turn off, turn oh, it's on. It's like, like a split second passes to you. Yeah. you Your eyes close, then they're open again. You're like, fuck, what? So and you literally just pause. Or like, there's not even a pause. There's just, um, you're in a room, then you're in a different room yeah. type thing. That's fucked. At least, when you, you know, yeah. when you're asleep, you, you, you seem aware of your surroundings. When yeah. you wake up, you're like, I know where I... Or even if you forget sometimes where you are, you're, you're waking up is the different sensation. Yeah. 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 It feels like... And that could just be the chemicals being pumped into your brain at the time. Where where, asleep, where is that dopamine or whatever it is that's being pumped into your brain to help you sleep or melatonin, whatever it is. Melatonin. Melatonin. Yeah. Maybe there's no melatonin production when you put under general... Or when you're blackout drunk, that's is, the is difference. I, that could, um, you know, it's all chemical at the end of the I've, day. But. I've heard it explained as it's it's more like it, it it's more like floating you into something that's a lot closer to what death is. Yeah, and, and I believe that because it, I, that I just shows you how heavily it. tied in our brains are, and everything and biologically, evolutionarily, everything is tied into time. Yeah, I mean, and, and you think same. about you perceive time, and that is time is literally everything to you. I mean, you experience things in time, but you're always conscious of how much time has passed, how much time you may have left, how much time's left in the day, how much time you since you did the last thing that you did, like last time you ate, last time you shat, last time you drank, last time you slept. It, we're all hardwired and we're evolved, evolved from the concept of time is everything and nothing at the same time. We can't see it, we've yeah, pretty, but we know it exists, even without. But, but it's higher, not. But it, higher thought, when you know, we came to understand what time is, I and mean, how do you, I'd like to see whether or not you could let a child not learn anything about time and see how they perceive it. At some like point, what point the, do you never actually yeah. teach them about how long a day is or what this is? And but but the more you understand about time, the more you realise that time fundamentally is not a thing. Mm. It's it, 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 it best it's excited particles damaging each other causing degradation mm. and yeah you eventually have to say over a period of time yeah. but the reality of it is that that is relative and it's not a continuous thing and it's yep. it's a more than it's anything it's just sheer reactions and phenomena it's not actually which makes it a paradox but not a paradox which makes yeah. it a paradox but not a paradox and then yeah. you just die it, it, it best time is a construct designed to but it's a coping make sense yeah of but that we've evolved to make sense of that to cope with it but at what yeah when in when true in detective history, that's what we're talking yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. when in true detective he says time is a flat circle is that intent oh because I've never actually seen that I've just heard memes of it have you seen it yeah. uh, no I, I I actually don't know whether it's meant to illustrate that he's off his rocker or whether it's meant to have some profound meaning I think it's played for the sake of the audience starting to feel distanced from him as time goes on yeah because you're um, he, he, the more and more he talks the less and less you actually engage with, that you actually connect with him yeah I think isn't Woody Harrelson the more 
or a straight laced yeah, one and he's McConaughey gets progressively more nutty hippie character yeah for sure but the um what were we um uh, yeah I'll I assume at some point I'll go into general anesthetic and experience those gaps but how does that pertain to the part where you're awake but you're not really memorizing shit and you're just muttering nonsense and wobbling around yeah well, that's the thing they don't they still don't know how general anesthetic works they just know it does yeah yeah I've I've seen a lot of that stuff um I'm a firm believer that it dopes you out but your body will actually progressively deal to you the emotional scarring that would come from people hacking you to bits yeah I remember a a mate of my dad's ever since he got a type of surgery Mm. and went under general has um, had almost like an anxiety disorder from that moment in his life onwards like he, his body physically remembers it but he doesn't sort of thing yeah like it like to me my because i even researched it a bit i was like is it possible that that trauma is actually doled back out to you but you have no central event to anchor it to so it actually just threatens emotional or stability from, or does it come from the healing after the surgery where your body's connected your mind is connected to the dots because you know you went in for surgery and what it was for and what happened to you you can see the scars as you physically heal and you can feel the pain so your body then associates okay i clearly went through some trauma i'm reliving this constantly until i'm actually out of away from this pain maybe that's what causes the anxiety because you're constantly not knowing what happened to you but you know yeah well but for me i wonder whether the body might fire things off like that like like you are numbed theoretically like if you follow that um hypothesis or whatever that um i don't think it makes you numb i think it just shuts your, your the connection from your well makes you yeah separates yeah, yeah, you yeah, from yeah. it but but just because that separation occurs doesn't mean there's pain not not electrical pain. signals but still being fired off to the brain it's just the brain aren't do, isn't doing anything with it well yeah because was a local anesthetic um basically gums up the connection yeah general anesthetic um just cuts you off from what's happening yeah i i I feel like i'm we're vaguely spurious facts at this point it's fine that's what we deal with here yeah um i I know that it doesn't work as well on uh, redheads really genetically they have to use more okay and they don't know why they um, do they also have a higher pain tolerance or well, that's, I was about to come into that. Redheads have a higher pain tolerance to electrical currents, but a higher sensitivity to heat and fire. So <laughs> redheads are weak against fire and strong against electric types. So they're, they're Honestly, cal- it's bizarre. They're, they've got a stronger... They're, they're more insulated, <laughs> more yeah. grounded, but um, more flammable. Well, I mean, yeah, Just, yeah they're everyone high. knows redheads burn. I don't think that's a... <laughs> As but a yeah, vaguely <laughs> ginger person myself, I can identify. But they've got higher sensitivity to yeah to heat. But lower, ele- yeah, they've got a higher tolerance for um, electrical current. Um, now, what does that look like internally? I mean, yes, a foreign electrical current, sure. But what about the electrical currents of your own yeah, body? Who's to say that? Does that mean you're? Like, they've got stronger electrical currents going or through them. More emotionally numb. Yeah. More, like less affected by pain like is that it could be that their brains are maybe wired in a particular way that there's less overall electrical currents going through them mm. you think about power lines 
you know, yeah. you could have a hundred small power lines being connected to the source. Yeah. Or two mains. Yeah. Maybe it's a situation where there's two mains so it can handle a lot higher current and there's not all these small frayed, smaller connections being destroyed immediately from getting a slight shock. And so they feel they, they can handle it to a higher degree because it's being funneled through a more appropriate way. Uh, just yeah. literally spitballing. Oh, um, you, know, you think about the way that electricity travels, it's about what it can travel through. Yeah. When you get electrocuted, it literally bursts your inside, it breaks your bones, it, it just destroys burns you. you. Yeah, it burns but, you. Because um, electrical signals fuck up the ones already going through. That's... Yeah. That's why you jitter and stuff because it fires off the. It fires off your muscles and makes them spasm and stuff. Yeah, but that that is because it's like, using the, it's using the the pathways already in your body for which electricity travels. Yeah, again, are we? Loading, but I, don't, <laughs> I know. don't know whether we're being scientific or spurious. Just take this back two thousand years when they didn't know any better, and they could just do this and call it fact, but yep. and be revered two thousand years later as philosophers. Philosophers, the philosophers' legacy. Yes. Um, yeah, but that's what I think about that. The philosophers' legacy was twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> Millions have died. Billions. Kevin Spacey. Um, we'll call it there, yeah? Yeah. We talked a little bit about stuff and then we talked we, about a little bit we, about we stuff. Sp- we, rather than spitballing creatively, we spitballed about science. <laughs> we do that. We do that. We try to do that. Oh, all right. Uh, that's episode 19. Uh, enjoy. Um, we're yep. almost at 20. We're going to have a big party. Big party. Mm, no. You're all invited. We bring cake. Cake and hooker. Popcorn. Popcorn. Um, Head us up at Weird Shit Pod on Twitter. Uh, yeah. um, what's the other one podcast at gmail.com email us your thoughts feelings and nodes hate um, remember it's I before E because there is no C yeah, widgetpod.com hit yeah. us up on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else Where all, all good, good podcasts are pod- our podcast beat uh, it jack it load it we have a Patreon we don't need money but um, yeah fund us It'd be cool just to get like one dollar. Yeah, hit us up and we'll we'll donate that dollar to something. Yeah, we let's raise money for. If someone gives us a dollar, even like because apparently you have to. Let's raise money for the Czech Republic to be officially allowed to turn back into Czech or Slovakia. We need to put Slovakia. We need to put the Slovakia back in Czech. True. Um. Did you know if you stop supporting someone on Patreon prior to the end of the month, yeah. Patreon keeps the money you sent. It's a brilliant and doesn't business give model. it to the person you you were following. That's a brilliant business model. We should probably just make something like that. Yeah, and see just how much side money we collect. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's debatable whether we could even get much of anything if we had Patreon followers because we're not in the continental United States. Oh, shit, they are unto us. We're on the Cayman Islands. The Cayman Islands. It came, you saw... A man did he conquer. Boom. <laughs>